Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody. Tonight, your neighborhood good golf dealer joins the Gulf Oil Companies in presenting another program in this series of reviews, musical comedies, and dramatic shows. Written, directed, and acted by the greatest names in Hollywood for the benefit of the Motion Picture Relief Fund. Tonight, it's a comedy drama written by Delmar Daves and directed by Leo McCary. So welcome, all of you, to this week's golf program, The Screen Guild Show, with Herman Bing. Walter Connolly, Irene Dunn, Terry Grant, Golf Sedan, and under the musical direction of Oscar Bradley. The title of tonight's Golf Screen Guild play is Alone in Paris. Irene Dunn will be heard as Mary Lou Masters. Herman Bing plays the manager of the Hotel Maurice. Monsieur René is Rolf Sedan. Walter Connolly is heard as the father of Jack Douglas. And Jack Douglas, uh, well, let's hear from the man who knows Jack Douglas best. Ladies and gentlemen, Cary Grant. Thank you. Thank you, John. The, uh, the uh, reason I know Jack Douglas is because I am Jack Douglas for tonight. I'm in Paris, and it's November. For certain reasons having to do with my unreasonable father, my misguided mother, and a rather uh, uh, nondescript girl named Patricia... I may be in Paris for the rest of my life. So here I am, standing on the station platform, saying goodbye to a lucky friend of Homeward Bound for America. Look, Jack, you better come with me. Oh, no, I'm staying right here. Yeah, but what will I tell your father? Well, tell him I'll be on the Normandy, standing next month. He'll be hopping mad. And look, what about Patricia? Oh, I'll have plenty of time to look at Patricia after we're married. Listen, as man to man, George, what do you think of Patricia? Well, uh, uh... Yeah, yeah, well, that's just what I think. <laughs> well, hello, Jack. Better change your mind and come along. Oh, not me. I'm taking one more month on the loose. I'm going to do Paris. Kiss the girl's goodbye and have myself a try for the Montmartre and the Champs-Élysées. You'd better make the noise. Oh, so long, George. See you in New York. Hey, hey, don't look now, but what's that behind you? Where? What? Uh, oh, hello. Hello. Oh. 
Oh, I beg your pardon. Oh, well, that's all right. No harm done. You couldn't have known I was in Paris or you'd have looked me up. What are you talking about? I've never seen you before in my life. Will you please get out of my way? I'm in a hurry. Well, so am I. Maybe we're going the same way. Oh, no, uh, we're not. Uh, 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 now, this is no way to treat a fellow American. I'm not treating. Goodbye. Uh, I'm giving you a last chance. i got a taxi waiting. I'll take you wherever you want to go. No, thank you. Excuse me, may I interrupt your dance? Oh, 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 it's you again, huh? Yes, have have you seen my purse? Purse? Yes, I seem to have got my purse. No, no, I haven't seen one. Why? It's awfully funny. It was right here under my arm. Had all my change in it. I, uh... Hey, I guess I'll have to accept your invitation for a lift if it's... Still open. Well, I don't know. Oh, well, if the problem's so weighty, maybe I just... Oh, wait a minute. You cut me to the quick a moment ago. Ah, oh, well, I'm big enough to let bygones be bygones. Oh, well, that's sweet of you. I'm in a big hurry. Oh, I'm in a small taxi over here. Come on. We'll go halves on the fair. I'll send it to you if you'll give me your address. Oh, no, don't bother about that. I'll come after it this evening. Where do you live? I said I'd send it. Oh. If I ever get my hands on the thief who stole my purse... Here's the taxi. Where to? Hotel Maurice. Good. I'll check in tomorrow. Hotel Maurice, driver. Ah, oh, well, now, it is nice, huh? Oh, 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 by the way, before I forget, here's your purse. Why, that is my purse. Of all... Oh, you kid, aren't How long have you been in Paris without me? What is it you want? Just to hear you talk. Go ahead. What? Go ahead, say something. Mary had a little lamb. The boy stood on the burning deck. Just talk. Of course, you might be crazy. Ah, that's beautiful. <laughs> I haven't the time nor the patience. And to... you're beautiful, too. Oh, thank you. Now, if you just find a nice... Uh, excuse me. Oh, I'll take it. Maybe someone I know. Now, give me that phone. Hello? Come on. Will you please? Quiet, quiet. Who? What? Oh, another American. Hello! Oh, is that so? I'm getting tired of this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure, why not? Now, listen, the hotel. Well, maybe... Uh, they don't permit... It's oh, enough. very busy right now. Goodbye. <clears throat> that was for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did anyone ever tell you you were very fresh? Yes. Uh, so, uh, uh, so, uh, your name is Mary Lou, huh? I don't like you very much. Mary Lou. Oh, that sort of fits you. Mine's Jack. Jack Douglas. Mm-hmm. What do you do about dinner? I eat dinner. Pardon? Alone. So do I. That's bad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Suppose we try Maxine's tonight. Uh, of course, you know you're forcing me to call the manager. Oh, oh let's not take him with us. <laughs> I'm a shopping guide, not a professional entertainer. Oh, well, you won't have to do a thing. I know a lot of card tricks. Mm-hmm. Have a card? Any card. <laughs> Look, I advise the guests where they can purchase any articles they wish to buy in Paris. Yes, and it says on that sign there that you also escort guests on personal shopping tours if desired. Yes, that's right. Every well, day. that's fine. Mm-hmm. What do you mean that song? Well, I've suddenly become overwhelmed with an urge to shop. <laughs> oh, but I'm no good at buying men's things. Oh, I agree. There's much more fun in the ladies' department. Uh-huh. And the clerks always double the price when they see me. Well, I'll pay double. It'll be worth it. Look, Mr. Douglas, I know the girls back home might break their pretty little necks to get a date with you, but I'm going to have to pass you up. It'll hurt. But I'm not going out with you on any pretext whatever, whether it's to buy collar buttons, elephants, tiaras, or tennis balls. Holy, holy tongue. Sold. 10,000 francs. The La 
laughing cupid goes to Miss Master's most fortunate client, Monsieur Douglas. Fine. How many statues is that, Mary Lou? Thirty. Thirty tons of garden statues. Oh, what okay. in the world are you going to do with them? Oh, ship them to Long Island to my mother. Mm-hmm. All that stone will sink the island and your mother. <laughs> well, come on. The auction's over. Oh, good. Now we can take the next item on my shopping list. Let's see. Uh, uh, a suit of armor. Oh, that ought to take us a long time. What do you want with a suit of armor? Well, it's for my mother. She prefers it to pajamas. <laughs> Your mother. Listen, Mr. Douglas. Much against my will and better judgment, I've helped you buy spinning wheels, bric-a-bra, Chinese Buddhas, antelope heads, a cuckoo clock, and a stuffed lion. But I positively and emphatically will not buy a suit of armor size 42 for your mother. One suit of armor, size 42. Oh, thank you. Wrap it up. Now, shall we go to lunch? No. Oh, then we'll shop some more. Thank you, Monsieur Remembersel. Never before has an authentic emperor's bathtub been sold at this figure. Shall we go to tea? No. Oh, well, the next item on my list is... I will deliver the monkey to the Hotel Maurice, Monsieur. A thousand thanks, Mademoiselle. Go to dinner? No. Okay, well, I find some snowshoes. Is your shopping list, Mr. Douglas? Oh, does it? Oh, well, now, look. I've just been stalling until it got dark. You can't say goodnight yet. Mm, maybe you don't know it, but we have a 40-hour week over here. And when that clock strikes six, my time is up. Well, aren't you allowed a little overtime? Mm-mm. Oh, well, uh, this wouldn't be strictly business, you know. It... Oh, well, it would be with me. Uh... Oh, well, now, listen, Mary Lou. You can't put love on a 40-hour week. I tell you what you do. You file your complaint with the Minister of Labor. No, no, I'm making my complaint right here and now. What's wrong with me, anyhow? I make my own clothes. What do you think of this suit, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like animals, children don't run and hide when they meet me face to face. I saw you and the angels sang. I fell in love with you. Doesn't that make sense? No, no. Mm. Taxi? I'll give you one last chance to have dinner with you. Sorry, Junior, my working day's over. Now, remember, it's your last chance. Oui, mademoiselle. Hotel Maurice, to the place. It's your last chance, I'm telling you, Mary Lou. Hey, Mary Lou, you can't run out on me like this. I say you can't run out on me like this. Golly, she did. And uh, that is all I know of Mademoiselle Masters, monsieur. She does her graduate studies at the Sorbonne University and pays for her tuition by conducting the shopping service at my hotel. Oh, but you're a Frenchman, Monsieur Dupre. You've been in love. No, I am Schwitz. You see, I come from Switzerland. Oh. oh, well, even in Switzerland, you must have had your romantic moments. Romantic moments? Hold <laughs> Plenty. Well, well, I'm going to marry your shopping service. You are going to marry, marry? What a wonderful couple you will make. Well, of course, she doesn't know it yet. You mean you have not, uh, how you say, uh, popped the reply? Oh, that's why I came to you. I can't get the chance. She won't see me during working hours, and you can't propose to a girl in broad daylight over a corset counter. Corset counter, please? Yeah, my mother, size 42. Now... Now, if there was a way to get her out of town so that we couldn't get back until after dark, you know? After that. Aha, I see. Does Monsieur like stained glass windows? Oh, I can take him or leave him. Why? There are some beautiful windows in the churches of Tours. Oh, come here. Does she weaken at the sight of a stained glass window? No, Monsieur. Her tour is 
four hours from Paris by car. You mean, you, you mean if I went there with her to look at the church windows, we couldn't get back before after dark? The moon will be shining, and the stars will be bright. Adrian! Well, well, how about live this long without buying a stained glass window? Oh, the old lady! Oh. Mary Lou. Shh. Say, how old is this church? Four hundred years. Maybe more. Yeah? I think they knew when they built it that you'd be here today. Beautiful. I knew they knew. Because the sun comes through the window in just the right way to shine on your head. That couldn't be an accident. Oh. <gasps> uh, uh, Mary Lou, what are you thinking about? A church like this. Where I used to go when I was a little girl uh, and wore pigtails. Pigtails? Mm-hmm. Sang the choir on Sunday. Yeah. What did you sing? This? Same thing. Driver. About 20 kilometers for his member says. But with this for anything. But, ah, the moon will be shining and the stars will be bright. Only your lady. <laughs> Is that a personal joke or would you mind letting me in on it? Uh, uh, you were awful pretty back in that church. Oh, you ought to have been thinking about more serious things. Well, I was, but uh, some of them were in connection with you. Isn't that all right? I'm sorry we didn't get your stained glass window. Look, uh... Would it sound trite if I said I loved you? I don't know. Let me hear you say it. I love you. Oh, I like it. Yeah, we do. In fact, for you, it sounded quite sincere. Oh, oh, you think I'm a pretty bad boy, don't you? No, but I did think you were like any other lonesome tourist on the make when you first came up to my desk. Now, didn't I tell you the next day I loved you? Well, all tourists tell me that. Oh, None of them mean it. Oh, well, I meant it. I still mean it. But you can't. You don't know anything about me. Oh, yes, I do. I know everything about you. You like, uh, Square Emerald, Monte Carlo, Tia the Ritz. Yes, uh, but more particularly, I like toasted grapefruit and red ski pants. Do? The smell of burning leaves in the autumn. You do like burning leaves. Oh, yeah, and foggy mornings, the taste of the glue on postage stamps and collections of travel folders. I'm nuts about tra- travel folders. Oh, you like travel folders? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so do I. Did you ever see the one on Morocco? Uh, I bet you it's not as good as the one about Egypt. I bet you. Oh, I think so. Maybe you got a last year's one on Morocco. <laughs> I've always wanted to go there. If someone wants to take me, if I'll marry him. Ah, uh, another tourist? Uh-uh, he's French. Rene Dubonnet. I don't care much about him. Neither do I. 
You see, we do have a lot in common. Yeah, all but Morocco. Well, I like Morocco. I'd like to be a bearded chief. I like deserts. I like palm trees. And I like... What are you doing? Whatever gave you the idea I wanted to be kissed? Uh, I was just talking about what I like. Well, I didn't mention that among the things I like. Well, you ought to give it a fair trial. Oh, oh! Oh, I'm sorry, Mademoiselle. The road, the rain. Driver, where did you learn to drive a taxi? In a roller coaster? I, I, <laughs> I don't want to call it to your attention, but you are sitting on my lap. Oh, well, it wasn't my idea. The car threw me. Oh, oh don't, don't move. I'm not uncomfortable. Oh, oh, oh dear. What do you do? Uh, look. Huh. My hat. My very best hat blew out the window. Oh, that's fine. Stop the car, driver. We oui, Oh, well, it's no good now. It's all wet. Oh, well, wet or dry, it's a lily dashay. Please go out and pick it up. Oh, all right. Dear, dear, dear. Mud and rain. Lily dashay. Some plug after a while. Look out oh, for the passing cars. Huh? Look out for passing cars. Well, for your information, there are no passing cars. <laughs> that's what I thought. Go on, driver. We oui, never say. Hey, hey, what's the idea? The idea, Mr. Moroccan Chief, is that you walk back to Paris. Goodbye, Chief. See you in the same glass window. Hey, hey, wait, wait! Curtain falls on the first act of our dramatic comedy, Alone in Paris, written by Delmar Daves and directed by Leo McCarry. You know, when the month of May comes and brings some warm days, you often hear people say that they feel the heat. Well, don't forget that your automobile engine feels the heat, too. That is, if you're still using worn-out winter motor oil. That's why you ought to take the advice of the do-it-now sign outside your good golf dealers and change at once to the correct seasonal grade of golf pride motor oil. There's a good reason for making your oil change a change to Gulf Pride, too. Gulf Pride is different from all other motor oils. It's refined from 100% pure Pennsylvania crude. And it's refined not only in the conventional way, but also by the patented Alclor process that Gulf alone can use. The Alclor process makes Gulf Pride purer, tougher, more durable, and therefore more economical. It really pays to change to Gulf Pride the motor oil that works wonders of lubrication. The curtain is about to rise on the second act of Alone in Paris, starring Irene Dunn, Cary Grant, Walter Connolly, Ralph Sedan, and Herman Fink. explain your extraordinary behavior. Oh, well, uh, I don't blame you for being upset, Dad, but but I'm really not crazy. Do you know what happened when those 30 garden statues arrived on Long Island? Well, uh, I suppose you were a little surprised, yeah. Surprised? Your poor mother fainted. Oh, dear. After we brought her around, she insisted I catch the first boat and come over here. Well, well, uh, I can explain those statues, Dad. Oh, can you? And can you explain all that other junk? The armor, the antelope's head, the monkey. Oh, Oh, well, now, look, Dad. I fell in love. With whom? Oh, but it's all over now. I'm cured. 
By what process? A slow boil for 20 miles. Oh, I'll get even with her if it takes till doomsday. Your mother and I have decided it's time you married and settled down. She's had her last laugh out of me. Patricia's hmm. following me over. Yeah, I've got a few tricks I can pull myself. Patricia hasn't much fire, but she rides a horse like a centaur, and oh. she's in the social register. She'll make you a splendid wife, son. Oh, sure. What? Who are you talking about? Patricia. She's arriving Thursday to marry you. <laughs> Well, I haven't even proposed to her. Well, Patricia's not the sort to insist on formalities, son. She's been in love with you. She's been in love with you for years, after her fashion. Well, that's all right, but how about me? After all, I have something to say about it. Well, Patricia has to get back for the horse show, so we'll have the wedding on Friday. <laughs> Friday? Now, look here, Dad. Now, I'm glad you've broken with this other girl. She might cause some trouble. Think so? Naturally. Even though a girl doesn't want a man, she hates to see another girl get him. Oh, is that... does she? Certainly. Every woman is a bit of a dog in the manger. Dad, I believe you're a genius. <laughs> Thank you. You've just given me a great idea. About marrying Patricia? Yeah, I'll even marry Patricia if you let me buy her trousseau. Well, uh, isn't that a little irregular? Uh, irregular or not, that's the way it's got to be. But what do you know about women's fashion? Don't you worry about that, Dad. My wife's trousseau will be the last word. It will. Sure, it'll be bought under the personal supervision of the hotel shopping expert, Miss Mary Lou Masters. <laughs> Don't mind shopping for my fiance, Miss Masters. Uh, or is it Masters? Masters here. Thank you. Not at all. I'm always glad to get. Well, I'm uh, always glad to guide the incompetent. What's she like? Oh, Patricia's lovely. Now, I want professional information. Is she blonde or brunette? Well, her hair's lighter than yours, and it shines. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hair oily. <laughs> She has beautiful eyes. They're big. Sort of uh, wide open. I see. Tight, glandular. <laughs> Is her face oval or round? Uh, 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 neither, no. It's, it's, it's more classic than yours. It's like a cameo. Mm-hmm. Face. Eggs face. <laughs> How tall is she? Well, uh, stand up a minute. Now, come here. I'll have to measure. That's it. <laughs> Don't move. Well... Now, isn't that funny? Patricia's exactly the same height as you are. You sure? Positive. You see, after I kiss her, she always puts her head on my chest and it comes just under my chin, oh. like yours does. I did, just then. <laughs> That's very interesting. I suppose you have a unique way of remembering the size of her weight. Well, <laughs> I've had my arm around it often enough. I, I think she's just about as far around as you are. Of course, I can tell in a second. No, 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 that won't be necessary. <laughs> I think I have all the information I need. Now, shall we start, Mr. Douglas? What about the rest of Patricia's trousseau? A woman who can't find time to buy her own trousseau deserves you to buy it for her. Oh, now, look here. You can't do this. Oh, yes, I can. I'm sick of you, the shopping service, and Paris. I'm going on my vacation. A long vacation. Goodbye, Mr. Douglas. And I wish you and your ill-fated bride all the happiness she can't t- possibly get. To... Well, 
The Moroccan Desert. It is enchanting, Marilou. Enchanting? Yes, I, I guess it is, Rennie. Moonlight on the desert. <laughs> and you. If you were in America, you'd be number one on the hit parade. <laughs> Marilou, I have come all the way from Paris to see you. When I meet you this morning, you seem happy that I come. Now, it is like it always was. You make fun of me. Oh, no, I don't. No, really, I don't, Rene. Hmm. You think I am a foolish fellow, huh? You think I make love to pass the time or something? Well, it's a nice way to pass the time. Uh, there you are. You see what I mean? Nothing is serious to you. Not even love. No, especially not even love. Ah, uh, I knew it. I think you run away from someone, huh? That is why you came to Morocco alone? I'm in Morocco because I'm susceptible to travel folders. I love the printed word in the painted picture. A languorous desert night. A whispering fountain. A handsome bearded chief and a dancing girl. <laughs> Funny now that I think of it. The dancing girl in the picture always looked like me. Oh, that romance is here. But when one is alone, one does not notice it. How fair is the night and the music. Here is the fountain. And see, your image of the water wears stars in her hair. Mm. A lot of things got in my hair lately. Ah, uh, tomorrow night, when the moon is full, we will walk far out into the desert. Oh, just take the trunk downstairs until morning, please. No. You can bring up the bags and unpack the ladies' no. on the street. No, I don't believe it. I couldn't have such bad luck. What is the matter, Mary Lou? Oh, tell me. Can you hear a mirage? <laughs> you, you, you know the people arriving? The manager told me it is a bridal pair who comes from Marrakesh tonight. Oh, good night, Rene. Oh, good night. Uh, Mary Lou. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. It's just like I ordered. Hey, that moonlight's almost pretty enough to be artificial, isn't it? Oh. Oh, hello there. Oh, it really is you. Yes, I, I think so. I feel like myself. <laughs> I, I saw your name on the register. I thought at least I ought to say hello. <clears throat> thank you. That's being your usual thoughtful self. Uh, we, um... Uh, that is, I was just leaving. Oh, yeah? Leaving for where? Oh, uh, I'm going back to Paris. Oh, now, wait a minute. You're not leaving because of me and Patricia. You and Patricia? Of course not. That's absurd. <clears throat> oh, pardon me. Mr. Douglas, this is uh, Monsieur René Duvenet. Uh, that's a little absurd, too. <laughs> I am most happy to know you. Oh, yes, been very nice. I'll see you after you answer your telephone call. Tickle, tickle, telephone, you know. Mm. Telephone call? Yes, yes, Dubonet. They're calling for you in the bar. Dubonet in the bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. My goodness, you meet up with the strangest people. Yeah, but I seem to have popped myself when I met you. Good night. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wouldn't you like to meet Patricia? No, I wouldn't like to meet Patricia. Oh, that's what I thought. So I didn't bring her to Morocco. Oh. Well, that would be much funnier if I hadn't just seen her luggage being carried through the door. By the way, did you like my choice? No, that's your luggage. I talked to Patricia on the ship's radio phone before we went shopping for the trousseau. What are you talking about? About me and Patricia. I'm on a bachelor's honeymoon. You see, she didn't want to marry me any more than I wanted to marry her. Anyway, her horse had a toothache, so she couldn't have stayed for the wedding. <laughs> oh, you're a crazy fool. Fine talk for the woman I love about the man she's going to marry. Hey, 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 look. That girl down there in the water is crying. What's the matter with her? Don't pay any attention to her. She's just a little dizzy. Well, maybe if she closed her eyes, she'd get over it. Hey, open them up. Look again. Who's the guy who just kissed her? I wouldn't know. But tell him to do it again. <laughs> 
Thank you, Irene Dunn, Herman Bing, Walter Connolly, and Ralph Sedan. In just a moment, Cary Grant will return. In the meantime, they say that out of sight is out of mind. But there are lots of things about a modern automobile that are out of sight and that you can't completely forget about. For instance, there are all those unseen moving parts that must have correct lubrication. Not only the parts in your engine, but in the running gear and chassis as well. Well, that's where your good golf dealer can be a big help. He's a real master of the art of lubricating your car, and he's always ready to change your motor oil for the correct seasonal grade of fresh golf pride motor oil. Why not drive in tomorrow at the sign of the golf orange disc? Change that worn-out winter oil, if you haven't already done so, and get a lubrication job at the same time. Your good golf dealer takes a real personal pride in giving you the very best in service. Good golf service. Here again is Cary Grant. Thank you, John, and uh, thanks to the golf oil companies because, as you know, the proceeds from this program are donated for the needs of the Motion Picture Relief Fund and will be used in building a home for the members of the industry who are no longer able to provide for themselves. What's on the bill for next week, Johnny? Well, it's a review starring Claudette Colbert, Joey Brown, The King's Men, Phil Regan, Edith Fellows, and as our guest master of ceremonies, your good friend, Melvin Douglas. Well, sounds like a great show. I'll be listening. Good night, Terry. Good night. Next week, same time, the good golf dealer in your neighborhood joins the golf oil companies in welcoming you to another Screen Guild show. Miss Dunn can now be seen in RKO's Love Affair and will soon be seen in Paramount's Invitation to Happiness. Cary Grant is now appearing in Columbia's Only Angels Have Wings and will soon be seen in RKO's Memory of Love. Including on tonight's program was the hymn Mother Dear, O Mother Fair from St. Basil's Hymnal. Selection This Is It is from Stars in Your Eyes. John Conti speaking. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. (laughs) 